Hey, welcome to this episode of Car Wash the Podcast. This is David Begin. Hey, this particular episode is brought to us by our fine sponsors at Williams & Williams Auctioneers. They're auctioning off car washes in Arkansas and Texas between July 6th and July 10th. For more information, visit williamsauction.com forward slash auto wash. Welcome to Car Wash, the podcast, your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. So put it in neutral, feed off the brakes, and take your hands off the steering wheel, because here we go. Here is your guide on this journey, Car Wash Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Matt DeWolf. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Car Wash Magazine Live. I am your host, Matt DeWolf. Uh, so from the very beginning of this program, the whole reason that we do this is to bring people together and to um, keep it fun and keep it positive and keep it safe for everybody to come together as an industry and to um, really just uh, have a place that they can look forward to gathering. So it's not any different this week or any week going forward. But it has been an intense couple of weeks and a few days here in the United States for sure. You know, the, this industry has a rich tradition of being really strong advocates for its people, all of its people, and um, a really big piece of its community, wherever it is that, that our businesses are and where we live and where we work. So I'm really looking forward to being able to tell stories of our car wash industry and, and all of the people in it um, and the work that they're going to do going forward to remain strong members of their community and um, really taking care of their people uh, going forward, all of their people. So in this episode of uh, Car Wash Magazine Live, we are going to focus heavily, heavily, heavily on people. And, and um, to do that, we're going to bring in Breeze Through Car Wash, um, which is one company in the United States who really takes a, a very passionate approach to developing its people and and, and by doing so, really elevates that, that professional feel and, and really elevates the industry, kind of one car wash professional at a time. Um, and so we're going to get to that here in just a couple of, couple of minutes here. But I do want to give you all a couple of real quick reminders. Obviously, we talk every week about carwash.org slash sharing and the resources that International Car Wash Association is putting together for you. So make sure you're, you're checking out that page. There are new things being posted there on a frequent basis. Um, just want to make sure you guys remember that that is there for you uh, to help you um, get what you need for your business. The other thing I want to remind everybody about is the industry pulse. So um, we've been doing these surveys uh, just to get a sense for what's going on in the industry and, and how people's businesses are, are doing uh, coming out of all things COVID. Um, and, uh, you know, it's been a really good trend to, to see kind of where things are going and how things are shifting. So if you receive one of those emails asking you to participate, please do uh, to help kind of en ensure that that data continues to be a good reflection for us. And then um, if you want to see the results, you can go to carwash.org slash industry hyphen pulse and uh, see what the last two surveys have kind of said, both on the operator side and on the supplier side. Um, at the bottom of your screen, you will likely see uh, some scrolling names of, um, of our Century Club members. Um, maybe not right now, um, but it will, it will be scrolling through the screen here over the course of this program. I just want to say a big thank you to those folks who are Century Club members. Without their support, um, uh, much of what we do would not be possible. So thank you all uh, for being part of that part of that program, and thank you to all of our um, ICA members uh, as well. Speaking of developing our people, 
Let's uh, let's go ahead and bring in now our uh, our friend at Breeze Through Car Wash, Justin Salisbury. Welcome to the program, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate you being, you know, I guess allowing me to be part of this. I thought, <laughs> thought no way you'll let me near this, but here we are. Well, you know, I, sometimes sometimes I don't know quite quite what I'm asking for, but uh, but here <laughs> we are, my friend. So. I know that you are passionate about people and leadership. I know that Breeze Through is passionate about these things. Before we dive into that, can you just kind of back up real quick and give folks uh, an idea of, of what Breeze Through is and, and, and kind of that story? Absolutely. Um, so Breeze Through as an organization has been very people-centric from the beginning. In fact, we talk about the purpose of this organization is to develop people. Um, I, I credit uh, John and Janice Agnew, the original founders, and their sister Andrea with getting this company and idea off the ground uh, about 13 years ago. It's been it's been very motivating for them and me as well for the last eight and a half years to to leverage this car wash industry in teaching people how to be successful in life. There's a lot of trade skills, a lot of soft skills, technical skills that come from this industry. But what I what I see, um, I'll say, what I would like to see more of is for this industry to leverage these opportunities to guide people in how to be better contributors to their families, communities, uh, their own businesses, and just generally make society better. So we've taken a long, long, long road to uh, get to where we are today. Uh, but so much of how we, we take on the car wash industry is really by way of developing people. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, should be the core of everybody's business, right? I mean, the people are what make the thing, make the thing go. You know, I, there's a lot of great people that have said a lot of great things around people and uh, being the, the thing you should focus on employees specifically. Um, I think it's easy to talk about. It's harder to do. Yeah. Uh, it's truly, you, you've got one or two people or a small amount of people that have everything vested in an organization that have all the risk. And now they're expected to just accept more risk by trying to transfer this importance over to somebody that doesn't have the actual liabilities. That's a, that's a, big, tall hurdle for people to get over, but that's one we've, we've really embraced. That's really interesting. Um, how, uh, what, what are you doing to kind of get over that hurdle? I mean, besides, you know, training your calves so you can jump higher. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it takes understanding where success yeah. comes from. First step in success is knowing that uh, you're going to fail. Uh, there, you, you're going to fail. I think the, the key indicator for us has been, we, we've identified long ago that your, your school systems develop failure in such a way that you're held back. You're, you're with, you know, you're, you're pulled back from moving forward when you don't pass, so to speak. Uh, in business, in real life, failure is actually what excels you, what, what gets you to the next stage, the next stepping stone. So being able to identify that, we've said, well, then we need to be that. We need to be able to take mistakes and turn them into these moments where it's like, that was a mistake. You did fail. And teach people to hear failure in their ear and go, well, that's not so scary. And that takes some energy to, to change. But when you get there, you start to have people that are more accountable. Uh, they're more driven. Uh, they want to succeed at higher levels because now they're comfortable failing. And really, it just pushes the entire synergy of the organization in a direction which um, we can confidently talk at meetings. Oh, yeah, I, I, I totally failed that with a smile on our face. But now that I know that, not twice will that happen. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, ho hopefully. Hopefully. Fool me once. Uh, hopefully not twice, right? Sure. The other thing that I think is really interesting about Breeze Through is how much you all talk about uh, mission, vision, values, right? I mean, that's, that is a thing that not everybody's talking about all the time. And, um, you know, for a lot of organizations, sometimes mission, vision, values is just the thing that you put up on the wall, right? But you guys, that's really important to you. Tell me about why you make that such an important piece of what you do. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it goes back to what a business looks like through growth, particularly, and not that this couldn't be applied to a single location and, and even beyond the car wash industry, of course. But when you're talking about working with people, managing people, leading people, you start to rely on attributes. You start to rely on personalities, uh, behavioral traits, those kind of things. And the problem with that is that it gets very selective and very divisive because now you're gravitating to a person. So when you start to think about it, one of the best things you can do is really create and buy into uh, an organizational identity. Uh, who are we? What are our values? How do we achieve our vision? How do we achieve our goals? What do we aspire to accomplish? And so when you really create that, authentically create that, and then train team members to understand it, apply it, live by it, die by it, then everything starts to shift. It's no longer, I, I, like, I like that manager versus this one. It's now, this is why I'm here. My purpose for being here is to do this. And it fits right in with why they are here. And you, you tie it into recruiting to make sure you're bringing on the people that actually want to be part of something like that. Um, they, they want to walk this mission. They want to achieve this vision. And then their stories start to come to life. And you, you hear wild things all the time of, of you know, we've, we put out car fires, save people in parking lots, you know, distressed babies, kittens, all kinds of weird stuff. Uh, but it all comes back to, yeah, you, you know, I, I did this because I felt empowered to do this. And I know you trust me to get this done. And this was like the 80-20 rule. And I found the 20% in this moment. I had to critically think through it. Uh, and I felt successful by the end of it. And maybe it doesn't sound that black and white, but the story is, is always, it's always rooted in something that what I'll call this third party. If we all operate under the same understandings, there's no more favoritism. There's no more um, divisiveness. You start to bring the team closer together. And that's really important when you're over multiple locations because you, you can't have customers seeing different things at different locations. Yeah, you know, the, the, the thing that I consistently see as I talk to folks who are, you know, not just in one location, uh, but when you get to five and six and seven and eight and up and beyond, it's really, really challenging to transfer culture across all of those groups and to keep it the same. And, you know, as as car wash people, we're really good at operationalizing things, but culture is a little different. Like it's a, it's a different beast. And so I think that um, your all's emphasis on mission, vision, values is really awesome. And I think it's really important because it gives you that almost that operational piece of how to transfer culture um, that would otherwise be pretty, pretty challenging. You know, it, it really does. And if you look at our training, we, we identify how to break out all of the words and phrases in uh, values, vision, mission, goals, product, customer. And then we train on that and then we test on that and we hold them accountable. So the reason for that is because like anything you need to learn, it systematically has to change. You have to get somebody to behave a different way. So we, we just said, well, then we need to train on this. We need to do this just like we would for a guide on procedure or loading or um, working with people at the pay stations or, or lot maintenance or any other process throughout the day. Um, and that is what we're holding people accountable to when we, when we open a new location or we change uh, position at a site manager role where, where we look for things is really in the culture, which is identified in these uh, vision, mission values. I love that it shows up every day. The, the other thing I really want to share with people that they maybe don't know about, or maybe they do if they follow you on social media, but uh, you all do a, um, a uh, employee recognition dinner for your people. Um, tell me, tell me kind of about the, the origins of that and what's that's, that's turned into for you. Absolutely. Um, well, I'll tell you this, it started at Olive Garden with just like uh, eight people. So that's where it began. It has evolved into a 350 person event that we spend more than six figures on for a single night to devote everything to the employees of this company. Um, 
it's amazing to be frank with you. It's, and I'm proud of it. A lot of people are, uh, but most, I think most interesting about this event, we brought in some big speakers, some from the industry, some from outside the industry. Uh, we paid um, a good amount of money to have speakers show up. And I was always excited and a handful of others were about these moments. It kind of, to me, it made the event just that much more professional, but we weren't connecting with the team. You know, we've got generally a younger audience, uh, less life experience, not as important to them to hear these folks talk. And it was really frustrating. <laughs> but it came down to this meeting we had after, um, let's see, three years ago or so. We talked about bringing somebody internally to the podium and telling their story. How did Breeze Through contribute to preparing them for their future? What kind of things did they find success in? What failures did they find along the way? How were they upholding the values in this process? And it started with our brand manager, Wade Keith. And the story he told, you could hear a pin drop in the room. And it changed drastically. Before it was chatter in the background. And now it was quiet. And everybody was hanging on his every word. And there was emotion. And it was a roller coaster. And by the time it was done, there was a standing ovation. And the crowd just erupted. And I'm going, what did we just do? We have to do that again. And what it turned into was going back to the, the with the team and saying, how do we want to proceed with this? We need to do that again. So we in the in the fall, we have a, a voting system through a corporate level and say, let's put all these names in the hat. Let's whittle it down to these selections and let's go see if they would be interested in presenting. And we give them, you know, three or four months to prepare for this singular moment. Wow. And now we've had two of these since Wade and every one of them seems to keep getting better. And I keep saying to myself, how could it get better than the last uh, it, it, I think you said you had seen Simone's recent yeah. presentation. Yeah, I mean, it, it is powerful. It's powerful. But it's all from what she's learned and grown through here and all of the things that she's been pushed and pulled to see a better version of herself through. And I just love it because I, I look around and I go, hey, we're just a car wash. That's <laughs> all we are. You know, but I, I say that sarcastically. It's all in how you perceive, uh, you know, your, your operations to unfold or, or your culture or all of it included and how it changes lives. And, you know, the more we do this, the more we have this this event um, get involved with other people and bring people in, the more positive outcomes I see. We've now been around long enough to actually see this event spur people off uh, from the company that have been here two, three, five years and go out and do incredible things away from Breeze Through. And they're actually becoming better contributors to society earlier on in their life. We've got, you know, 23, 25 year olds that are probably contributing more successfully than 40 year olds in my case. I um, mean, it, it's just amazing to watch this. And I just, I just chuckle. I'm like, you know, there's that stigma over the car wash industry. I really want to get rid of it. And so this event helps to change a lot of that. Well, and so much of, so much of it is giving, giving people an example, right? Letting people in the organization see what, it, what it could be like for them or that there is a path forward or that there's something beyond, you know, coming to the wash every day and working on the line. It's, it can be bigger and there, there's something to aspire to within this industry. Absolutely. You, you know, it's you have to speak more um, at a detailed level. They go from putting on, sometimes putting on their first uniform ever working a job and we're, we're pretty particular about our uniform policy. So they have to calibrate to that. But then suddenly at this event, they're asked to wear a tie a button-down shirt, perhaps a suit. We teach a lot of people how to tie ties at this event. Uh, you know, and, and it's just, it brings a certain level of professionalism that they might not ever experience. It truly, it's the truth. You know, it's a five-star meal that we bring to them. And, and I'm not boasting. I'm just saying we love creating this moment for somebody that might never get the chance to do that. Yeah. 
and it changes their view of everything that they're doing. They come back on fire every time. It's great. I love that. I love that. Like just giving people opportunity and, and giving them a chance to kind of be something different and, and to be feel supported and, and like they're part of something bigger. That's great. Um, Justin, I want, I want to, I want to real quick share with everybody else a, a story from our friends in the Dutch car wash association, but we're going to come back and we're going to talk more leadership. We've got a video uh, from one of your locations that we wanted to share. So hang with us here for just a second, Justin, if you could be so kind. Absolutely. Will do. Hey, this is David Begin. I'm going to interrupt this podcast for just a second and tell you about Williams and Williams Auctioneers. They're a leading real estate auction company for all types of real estate. And between July 6th through July 10th, Williams and Williams will auction six car washes located in Bentonville, Fayetteville, Heber Springs, and Jonesboro, Arkansas, as well as two car washes in Abilene and Amarillo, Texas. Auctions are open to the public with no registration fee to bid. Visit williamsauction.com forward slash auto wash or call 800-801-8003 for more information. Again, go to their website, williamsauction.com forward slash auto wash or call 800-801-8003. So here's, here's the, the tactical thing I want to know about because the footage we were seeing, that's really, it's really clean in there. I mean, those, those, those operations are really sparkling clean. So how do you keep the white walls so white? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, it's, everything looks good on camera, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, you know, we do a pretty good job with it. You know, it, it's frankly, it's, it's tough. We're, we're a high volume operation and um, there's, there's a lot of repetition of process, uh, not unlike many operators out there, uh, routine tasks, the entire tunnels clean nightly, and then some deep cleaning projects are done more intermittently. Um, it's, it's part of how we get the site to look the way it was when we first opened, which I, you know, it's, that's, that's a, that's a tall order, but, uh, we, we do our best. So I appreciate that, uh, site assessments reveal differently sometimes, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> we could, we can all be so lucky. I mean, it's kind of, it's not unlike, um, you know, what you have to do to try to keep your car looking good, right? Like you got to do the routine maintenance. You got to take care yeah, of the things. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise you got the junker in the back and that's never good. <laughs> um, all right. So let's shift gears a little bit because there's something else that kind of lines up with your, your personal passion that I wanted to talk about a little bit today. And that is, um, that is leadership worth following. So you founded this. Tell me what is, what is it? Great. Um, yeah. So, so leadership worth following. I'll, I'll give you the, the conceptual view and I'll give you the more particular view. The conceptual idea is that um, I guess I really believed in what we did here at Breeze Through and, and how we got behind uh, leveraging the car wash industry to uh, create better contributors to society. And I just saw this as a playground of opportunity to get that done by. Um, so this, this came to life uh, formally about three years ago. And it officially is a uh, registered 501c3 at this time, and it's got contributors from around the country. And um, so what, what it is more particularly is a dynamic forward-thinking program that enhances the value of the car wash industry and develops successful contributors for communities. Really believe, this group really believes uh, that the people that get behind this idea, this program, which is a lot of uh, boots on the ground working with people uh, all across the country and having them follow up with certain actionable um, items can actually lead to better contributors because they learn why things are so important. 
They learn different skill sets. They find confidence. They eradicate fear. They become better communicators. They, they learn a higher level of professionalism, uh, all kinds of things that just make society better in general. And, and we all agree it's funny, but also uh, rewarding and promising to think about the car wash industry being capable of even doing this. And so that's kind of a fire, a fuel for all of us really is, uh, you know, because they think we can't, let's show them we can. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, if, if uh, I know there's a, there's a Facebook group, is that open to everybody? Is that just folks you've, you've kind of worked with? What's the story behind that group? Yeah, so we've got a landing page through a Facebook group, uh, Leadership Worth Following, uh, hashtag LWF. And it's really for anybody that wants to find an improvement in themselves or, or their business or their people or, or all of the above. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a lot of shared ideas, a lot of real stories, a lot of things outside the industry. We try to bring it back to, to that landing page to make it um, known that this is really happening. It's not just a feel-good thing. We want, want to make it less abstract and more practical and, and show people the hows or, or perhaps um, field questions and, and show up at their doorstep at some point and actually help them through problems. Right, right. Um, so it's, it's, really, it's just a landing page to get all these things to, to come to life a little bit better. And then um, another thing that, that you've been doing as kind of part of this is your, uh, your five powerful questions, which I love. Um, I, although for a while there, I, I felt like I was just, I was like chasing the same guests and I would turn around and be like, dang it, we have the same people this week. So maybe I should just, maybe I need to just like source you and you can, you know, you can be a co-host or something. We'll figure that out down the road. But um, I love, I love what you're doing with those. Tell me, tell me where that came from and why you wanted to do it. Yeah, I, I, I'm happy to talk about this. This is, um, this is a passion project, really. Uh, when I looked across to, um, beyond our industry, looked across the country and even, I guess, even the world, uh, when the COVID-19 implications came down, I, I certainly didn't envy anybody that had to make decisions around that. There were so many unknowns and uh, still are, and there, there's so many frustrations that get tied to it, and, uh, you know, orders that are disruptive. And I saw everybody dealing with the same things, relatively the same things. And yet it was like no one was together. The irony was we were isolated, the stay at home orders, the closing of businesses. So now all of a sudden you're on an island dealing with the same problem the person on the island across from you is dealing with. And I thought, man, if we could only hear more of the stories from within this, I think we could relate a little bit more. I think people could find hope and inspiration. And so I, I just said, well, hey, I, I said, I know enough people, you know, let's just get this thing going. Let's see if we get any traction with it. So these 10 minute interviews with just five simple questions about how they've navigated it as a business, why they did it, how they did it, what they would have done differently and any advice they could give to people still out there that are challenged with anything around it now. And interestingly enough, there's been, oh, I don't know, six, eight, 10 people behind the scenes just reaching out and saying either, thank you, I really appreciate this that I saw, or what do you think you meant by this? Or do you have this contact information? I want to talk to this person that was really helpful for my situation. And, you know, it may seem like a small number, but I know that it's usually a small number that actually reaches out. So there's probably a lot more people paying attention. Um, and if that helps the industry get back on track, then great. So that, that's, that's really what it's all about. Justin, that's such, a, such an important piece of this industry. And I think such an important piece of what makes our industry really great is that the, the people in this industry want to, um, you know, take things to the next level. They want to be better. They want to take care of their people. They want to be big parts of their community. They want to lead and, and develop people and bring them along with them. And I think that um, you all are doing a great job with this. I really love the leadership worth following stuff. Um, and I'm going to, I mean, I, every week, uh, if I wasn't preparing for this 
uh, program, I'd, I'd be trying to get on your program. How about that? <laughs> well, I don't, why don't we have you? I'll come in. I'll be on. I'll be on. Let's do it. Great. Yeah, let's do it. We're live right now, man. Right. The whole world's watching, so you're on. I know. I committed. That was it. Now I'm on. All right. Good, Justin. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you get back to the business of washing cars and 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 wrap up this week's episode of Car Wash Magazine Live. But thank you so much for sharing um, what Breister is doing and what you're doing with leadership worth following. I think it's great for the industry, and thank you so much. I appreciate your time and everybody that's watching and took the time to do this. Uh, thank you, and here's to the industry getting back on their feet. Awesome, so awesome, you guys. That I could talk about leadership. Uh, and people for a long time, um, as you might be able to tell, it's a it's a passion point of mine as well. If you um, find value in this episode, you can find similar episodes of Car Wash Magazine live at carwashmagazine.com. That said, I just want to uh, leave you all this week with um, one of my favorite leadership quotes that comes from uh, when I was uh, in college uh, and listening to Reverend Comforted Keen um, speak at a at a leadership event, and he said, standing in front of the crowd there, he said, uh, if you think you're leading and you turn around and there's nobody there, you're just going for a walk. Keep it clean out there. Thanks for listening, everybody. A special thanks to sponsors Williams and Williams Real Estate Auctions. They're auctioning off car washes in Arkansas and Texas between July 6th and July 10th. For more information, visit williamsauction.com slash autowash. Car Wash the Podcast is your source for real stories and real business insights from the experts, both in and out of the car wash industry. Our show helps investors, owners, operators, and managers think about ways to enhance their business. Our podcast is a free on-demand audio program that provides information on the latest trends impacting the industry, tips from successful industry leaders, and inspiration for our listeners.